This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German, forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a pothead This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Yeah, that's right. Live indeed. Friggin' jacket. Hard to explain. I felt like my jacket was turning into a, a, a straight jacket there for a bit. I couldn't get out of my own seat. Anyway, uh, we're here on a Wednesday, the day after. I know this is not a TV movie with Jason Robards. Day after. What happens in the day after? The 80s. So yesterday was election day. Today is the day after election day. Uh, you heard our, 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 our future mayor here at the noon hour with Jeff Grant during the hotline show. I I reported that, that the winner to last night's contest, which obviously uh, uh, has fallen into uh, Sarah's hands, uh, a very historic, uh, not just for Sarah, for winning, uh, doing a great campaign. But on top of that, uh, being the first female mayor in Watertown history. And that says a lot right there. It truly does. Uh, I know a lot of people are glad it's over. Uh, We're looking for um, a different, um, I guess you could say, way of doing business on Monday nights on the Steve Weed Network. It's going to be interesting. It's not going to be easy. No one said it would. And uh, you just wonder. But that's not going to happen until January. But the results came in last night. And uh, in addition to that, hats off, of course, to uh, Dr. Kimball. And, of course, to uh, uh, Ben Schoen. And, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, what's that, fir- what's that first meeting going to be? What's it going to be like? Now I sound like uh, a meatloaf. What's it going to be? Uh, uh, let me think on it, baby. Sorry. <clears throat> That's, it's going to be interesting. Because now you have testosterone mixed in there. And, and I'm, I'm not talking about Sarah. <laughs> Sarah was there. And, yes, you lose Jeff. So you lose the testosterone level there and the gavel. Then you then you bring in Ben, as as you know he's on the same playing field. So how are those guys gonna get along? That's the first question I have. But hey, you know what? I'm happy for everybody, and we'll just have to wait and see. Seven five five twelve forty is the number. Uh, we do have uh, Attorney Joe Stanley uh, calling in today at the bottom of the hour. I'm already ready with a question into a questions for him. And it has all to do with the closing of bridges where they square it down to one lane. And then you have to, you, you just have to hope that that red light is, is holding people back from the other side. Unless you're going to have on a collision course with another train or car, I should say. Something similar to what Gomez Adams did on the Adams family. All right, let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Glenn, did you see Lisa last night after she lost? 
I did. I know, I know this came up during the hotline show. I was listening uh, to it vaguely. that calls you a lot. Very good caller. Yeah. A uh, very smart guy. Yeah. He hit it right on the head. I, I felt the same way. I thought it was very classless. What did she say? Interview, in my opinion. What did she say? Well, basically what she said about the golf course deal had nothing to do with her getting her, her buck kicked last night, which is a totally asinine statement, in my opinion. had everything to do with it. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I... What she's saying is she would do the same thing she did during the golf course deal, which a lot of it was under the table. Nobody right. knew what the hell was going on. Right. And I'm telling you one thing, sir, I might have some uh, big problems with this woman on the council. With Mr. Only involved also. Lisa reminds me of a bully trying to intimidate everybody. I don't know if you get that feeling. You met her, Glenn. I don't know the No, I, I, I know her. I, I know that politics gets ugly, and, yeah. um, you know, they sat next to each other. I, I still have to ask the question, and I, and I posed the question on several occasions to two separate people, uh, to whether or not, you know, going in the hands of the progressives, and we know who we're referring to, becoming the, 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 the gang of three, um, it did that did that alter things from what a very successful campaign that Lisa won uh, two years ago uh, to redeem her seat as council person. She was like Nixon uh, was in '72, and less than six months later, he's being indicted for Watergate. I, I see the same parallels there. Why she wouldn't acknowledge that? I think one day she will. I think she has to. Oh, she never called Sarah. Also, yeah, I, 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 but you know, it's a different world. I heard that too. You know, you text well, people. You're going to call your opponent and congratulate him, whether you look. Mayor yeah. Graham did it. You're right. Uh, yeah, back in the Something day when you do, but uh, you know, but we don't do that anymore. In, in fact, well, when, another thing I was thinking, Glenn Lisa or Sarah or Lisa ran for the mayor. She had two years left on her seat. Right. So she gets beat. She's got nothing to lose. No, no. She's going right back to the council seat. I think if she runs and loses, she's out the door. You take the third guy that was in the race, probably Mr. Spaziani. He fills her, shot, her seat on the council. Uh, you know you, what I'm saying? She had nothing to lose by running for mayor. No, well, not in a managed government system, no. Two years early. Right. Well, now she walks right back into that seat. Right. And I think we're going to have some issues on, on this uh well, yeah, I mentioned the Ben Schoen dynamic and, uh, with 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 uh, Cliff. But I heard the comment on the golf course. I really hard to hard to imagine she thinks that way. It's calling us stupid. Basically, we can't comprehend the ins and outs. And I agree with you, Glenn. Nobody's going to build housing up on the park property. No, that's not going to happen. I don't know where that came from. It's probably from Mister Lundy. N- yeah, probably. Take it or leave it. I would have told him to stick the deal right. if I was on the council. Yeah, no, and again, you know? uh, the, it, I, I, but getting back to your thing about texting as opposed to calling, uh, that doesn't surprise me. You know, no. your mom dies. You used to go to the your friend's mother dies. You go to the wake. You, you do something. You, you show up at the house for the reception. But today, you, you just say, rest in peace, and you put the hand icon on Facebook, and you're all set. So that that's just a new way of doing business these days. It, it sucks. Yeah, it's not, I don't it's like not it. It's not decorum. But- you know, no, that's I don't like you're right about that, though, Glenn. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Well, thank okay, you, Mike. I appreciate it. Well, that's our first call of the day, the day after the election. And here's our second caller. You're on the air. Yes, uh, I'd like to start out by uh, congratulating all the candidates that uh, yeah. won last night. Right. And I would like to also say something about uh, the concession speech from uh, the, you know, the uh, Councilwoman Ruggiero. Did you say confession or concession? Concession speech. Say that one more time. Concession or confession? Concession. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, just, you know, I'm turning uh, into George Bailey. I got Bailey. the same vibe, vibe as your last caller. For, yeah. Uh, 
Mrs. Ruggiero's speech. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she was uh, very forthcoming, and I do not believe that she uh, at all intended to uh, want to work with the, count, the future council. Right, right. So you're, uh, st- she, you're saying she was disingenuous. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm just I'm interrupting you because you're talking slow, and I just cut, try to keep things uh, uh, at a pace that only Glenn Curry can, can can attain. But you're saying that she was being disingenuous. Is that what you're saying? Very much. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, well, I mean, do, uh, what what are your reasons behind that, and what what made you read well, that? Nor- normally, uh, normally they uh, congratulate the winner, right? And speak about moving on and right. stopping all the, you know. The problems that they've had in the past, and do you think toward the future? Do you think didn't do that? Do you think that because Lisa remains on council as one of five because we don't have a strong mayor that she didn't she felt she uh, she didn't need to you know to to give a, what you would refer to as a legitimate concession uh, to to Lisa? I mean, that, the one difference obviously is that Pat Hickey's going to be gone on January first, and the gang of three is now the gang of two. But, you know, we have, some people, like myself, look at it like, well, now we have two wounded bears on council, and are they going to make lives miserable for the new guy and Sarah and, um, and, 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 and you know, and, of course, the, the two new guys, sorry, Dr. Kimball. Do you look at it that way? Yes, I do. Uh, hmm. I, I, I think that her and uh, Cliff are still going to continue to be a problem. Interesting. But they're not going to get – they're not going to pass things over because it's basic math, as you know – Three against two in the opposite way means you're not going to get your way without that Pat Hickey vote. Right, right. So it should be interesting. So if they don't get what they want, what type of dynamic do we have on Monday nights, in your opinion? In my opinion, uh, it's going to be pretty quiet the first few. Interesting. First few minutes. Okay. More memes. Uh, and, And by the way, do we see the need for a meme page anymore now that the shift has happened or will happen? I don't pay any attention to that. I don't even go on the internet, and I don't. I don't know anything about a meme page. Right. I, I'm. I'm. I'm with you, my friend. I thought it was a non-issue myself, and yet Lisa made a big, big deal about it. Yeah. As did other people. Yeah. I, I. I thought that I was listening to a 14-year-old girl explaining how the kids were picking on her at school. Right. 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 And and that and that's when the whole thing with the billboard and the move and the, uh, the yeah. moving of yeah. the of the signs on Factory Street and so forth. It didn't seem to add up. It didn't mesh. But I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate your phone call. Sorry for that. Sometimes my pacing is so out of it, especially if I had too much coffee in the morning. Come on. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Lisa and only have no intention of working with the new council. After I heard what she said, her last words were, I know how to, when they said, you're going to have two new council people on, plus a new mayor. She goes, I know how to run a, a meeting. This will wait and see if she can do it. Hmm. Very arrogant call or uh, speech. She has no intention. And somebody, you know, I was the one that was on uh, Jeff show this morning that brought up the yeah. different things. Right. And he said, um, it's time to bury the hatchet, the guy told her, and all this. Right. And I, so I got back on. I told her, I said, uh, Sarah, one thing you got to remember. Mm-hmm. The only thing, the only reason that the hatchet was out was because you and the mayor disagreed with them on spending the money. Mm-hmm. 
That's the only reason. Hmm. And it's not going to be put away by them two. The two of them are trouble, big trouble, that I have tried to tell you people for a year or two. And people don't want to want to listen to it. They are. She has no intention. Once Sarah, unless unless we have control, mm-hmm. if Sarah disagrees, they're going they're going to jump her just like they did Mayor Smith. Right. And the thing is, they've never had a good word to say about her. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Disdain for that woman. Mm-hmm. And I told her, beware. Because they're going to come at you if you don't agree with them. Hmm. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, but the, here's the here's the 800-pound gorilla in the room. Again, I keep I, I said it I don't know how many times already in today's show. It's You don't have the Pat Hickey vote anymore. I can't imagine that, that Ben Schoen, or for that matter, Dr. Kimball, is going to represent the same gang of three. I definitely know Ben's not going to be in that category. Some peeps, Tim, the speculator, uh, said, well, we don't know what we get with the surgeon. We never know. He could be a liberal. He went to Cornell. You never know. But um, it's, it, you know, say what you want about they're going to be trouble. Well, we already know that. But you can't be that much trouble when you don't have the final say. When you don't, when you, when, when you, you got the, you got the knob or the nod of the bat. You know how they used to go up the bat? Who would be, who would play first? Who would have home field advantage? Well, if you don't have your hand at the end of the bat at the end, then, you know, that, that you're SOL. So you can be mean all you want, but it's not going to get you anywhere. And in fact, it's just going to piss people off and it's going to reduce your chances of being a council person or for that matter, if you want to run for, for mayor two years from now, either one of them. Because both of them, am I right on this? Both of them are going to be the end of their council terms in two years. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. Yeah, I think the biggest uh, surprise last night was the county treasurer's race in Jefferson County and the district attorney's race in Lewis County. Yeah, the Lewis County thing, I'm I'm unfamiliar. Is that the one about uh, some sexual harassment going on down there? No, no, in Lewis Lewis County, uh, the district attorney was beat. Uh, Luann Mosier, a longtime district attorney there, (laughs) was beat by a... Somebody, I don't know. I don't know who it is. And what what was the reasoning? Why, why were people disenfranchised with the incumbent? Don't know. Don't huh. know because I'm not in Lewis County. I'm just saying that I was shocked when I read it. But wait a minute. Did you say that the treasurer was a shock to you that the Democrat beat Brian Peck? Brian Peck beat the Democrat. Oh, oh wait a minute. Am I? Is that on the legislative yeah. thing? Did I read that yeah, wrong? Brian, Brian Peck won. He did? Why did I read that wrong? I just I just looked at the numbers earlier. That means that means there's nobody left. Uh, there are no Democrats left uh, running any uh, countywide office in hmm. Jefferson County. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. quite honestly, I wasn't looking at that. I thought I saw that uh, the result was the other way around. I'm sorry, but no, I was mistaken. Congratulations to Brian. I guess he he played it right. Yeah. Uh, he lost the city, but he won the county. So that's that's all it counts. Kind of like. Uh, uh, Trump, you know, he lost his city, but right, 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 right. It didn't do him any good, but anyway. Yeah, well, not in this state. So it yeah, no, matter. so that was that was kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, so, huh. um, as far as the other, I didn't see the uh, concession speech, but I, I, you know, I mean, I lost a lot of races, and the thing I did is I always called the uh, one that won and, and congratulated them, and 
you know, sometimes it's a tough thing to do, but you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. It's called having class. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You it, shake it, the team's hand at the end of the that's, game. That's wrong. Right. And, and there's no justification. You can't say, well, you know, things are different now. No, they're not different. Well, some uh, people look at it that way. Manners mean something. Uh, work ethic means something. And the minute you accept anything less than that, then you're – you're you're just as bad as they are be by by saying oh you know and giving them an excuse. It's right. like, you know, not being proud to have a job. I mean, but w- one thing I am disappointed in, and Lisa mentioned this too, and I agree with her. Um, what an abysmal showing uh, for Watertown last night. Correct me if I'm wrong, Duffman. A little less than 3,500 people voted yesterday. Yeah, and off, off here they they do. That's I mean, that that's ridiculous. With the amount of attention that we this station the debates. Uh, all the stuff with the golf course, all the stuff with the pools, a heightened awareness. My point exactly. Now you're seeing because, you know, during COVID in 2020, now put two and two together, and then you'll know why. Because, you know, you could you could force them and everything, but if you go and to hand deliver it and they still don't vote, but then you just go and pick up the ballot outside their door. Yeah, right. You know, right. Now you're. You know, now you can see where where everybody's a, a bit suspicious about that, except for Danny Francis and uh, and uh, the dog park guy. I just don't get it. Thirty three. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm still looking for them. But I I, I calculated. Um, Sarah got like twenty three hundred votes, and I believe Lisa got like eleven hundred. I know it was like double. So if it was less than right. thirty five hundred, I'm, I'm curious to know how many write-ins uh, came in. I did see that there was a decent amount of write-ins, and I wonder whether or not that was our friend. But I couldn't, I couldn't tell. I don't think it gives you that yeah, depth, that information. Well, usually they have of course, people are voting from today too. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> They're all out there. My bad. Today, but the polls, yeah. Yeah. I came, went to the place, uh, Jason. Yeah, he might write he, your name in on the eighth. He might have. A, he still might have a chance. All right. So Brian well, Peck. Yeah, and, and, and I think uh, the bomber guy there, he'll be happy to know that uh, you know his uh, his investments are safe. What bomber guy? What are you talking about? Oh, Bonner. Bill Bomber. Bill Bonner. Yeah, Bill. Stop, no, stop. I know. Right. I know. Come on. It's bad enough that I screwed up his I date. Now you're going to throw gasoline on the fire? All right. All right. You're throwing gasoline in the fire. I already screwed up his date. I got you. I'm All, right. All, All right. right. All right. Thanks, man. All right. That's, uh, that's the Duff, man. Hi, you're in the air. Uh, Dallas. Yeah. Danny. Tell Duff to quit defaming me on the airways, okay? I, I, I didn't hear him say anything today. What did he say? He was talking about... Dollars being picked up and stuffed and what have you. Right. And he said, just like something that Dan Francis would do. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I missed it. I was looking for. Did Brian Peck win the treasurer uh, uh, duh, race? Apparently he did. Wow. How the hell did I not know that? I count right now, but it looks like he did. That's, that's too bad, actually. Uh, someone just wrote in uh, t- uh, 20 write ins for the mayor and 27 write ins for trainer. I don't know if that's accurate, but someone just texted me that. That's uh, possible. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that they don't. I don't think they normally uh, publish the write-ins. Right, it's an ex- ex- exorbitant number. Yeah, but anyway, I'm tired of Duffy defaming me on, on this radio show. All right. Well, hopefully he's listening and he he will he he will. You because know. Uh, that that's just a blatant lie. I I, I don't I don't want any voter uh, miscalculations or, or theft or or cheating. I I absolutely do not. 
By the way, Danny, uh, what, what's your thought? I might have asked you this before. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Hamas, bad, uh, Israel, worse. Uh, what, what, what side are you on? I'm not on either side. But here's, this is a very complex issue for two reasons. First of all, Israel was attacked. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's right. Nothing new. Yeah. And, and, and they're trying to, they're trying to uh, get revenge, which right. is a fact. Sure. And it's, and it's understandable. Yeah, of course. The way they're doing it, though, they're, I think what's got everybody roused up, and, and it got me a little bit concerned, too, is they should back off until they can at least get the civilians out of there, yeah. particularly women and children, what have you, and then go in and wipe out Hamas if they want to. Right. Well, you're talking about special forces, then. Is that, is well, that, I hear that argument all the time. You now. cannot kill, knowingly kill innocent civilians. Now, I know that happened to Israel, and I, and I really feel for them on that, and their right to defend themselves and their right to retaliate. But not under the circumstances that they know the civilians are being held hostage and what have you. They, they should back off and then go get them. Right. Well, that's not going to happen. And by the way, remember well, it's, that. It's not because Hamas, you know what they know? Yeah. They, they got the hostages as shields. Well, I know, I know. And that's why they're the that's worst why people I think in the world. It's a very complex issue. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it. Not to mention their own people. Easy solution to this or not. Uh, war is hell. Yeah, but you're talking about a people that if they had a picture of, of a dead Palestinian child, that they were probably responsible for killing either through friendly fire or just out of convenience. They're the type of people to make that their, their, their poster child moment and blame it on the Israelis. That's what we're talking about here, Danny. I don't know how anyone could defend that aspect of this society. October 7th, when the Hamas attacked Israel, you think there weren't innocents killed then, too? Oh, no, they were. That's my point. That's my point is they have no conscience, is what I'm saying. And when people, I, I saw this one broad today, this typical, you know, uh, suburban, beautiful girl, beautiful hair, beautiful face. She was so adamant. No one can tell me different. Israel's colonialists. They're, they're terrorists. They're oppressors. All this stuff that she learned in grammar school, high school. She didn't have to go to Berkeley to learn all this this uh, rhetoric. But she she has all the answers, Danny. And and that's, that's what drives me nuts. The ignorance in America is off well, the charts. The, the, the rules of war and combat are very complex, but they're very simple, too, to one point. You don't kill innocents. Well, yeah, but as you also know, Danny, because you were part of it, the fog of war does affect innocent lives. It's called collateral damage, and it is unfortunate, no doubt about it, no doubt. But Hamas is, is very clever right now because they're holding... The hostages as a shield. Right. Oh, boy, you sound like Donald Trump, because he would actually give credit to the enemy. <gasps> Did you hear what he just said? He said Hitler was smart. Oh, you can't say that. Terrible. Anyway. All right, thanks, Danny. Hopefully, uh, Duff will take that under advisement. Okay. All right, thanks. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, yesterday we were talking about uh, the number of people registered to vote, and we said that uh, half the population of Watertown is... Yeah, it wasn't even close. ...to vote. And then you bring up today about how only approximately a third of those who are registered right. actually voted. Right. And and I say to myself, my God, the number is getting smaller and smaller all the time. What yeah. what's happening? Why why are people yeah. not? We, we, it's so easy to vote now. You've got the, the on, on election right. day, the right. voting uh, yeah. offices open. The polling offices are open for fifteen hours. Right. Okay. Uh, let me answer. Let me answer. And we it's, went for, we went for decades. Right. You know, with, with, with those hours or less. Right. Now we've got uh, days of early voting. Right. Now we've got uh, the, uh, the ability to get an absentee ballot. They make it easier now than ever before to a- access an absentee ballot. Absentee ballot. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, very easy. Yep. Whatever. Right. It's so easy to vote now, and yet only one-third of mm-hmm. the registered voters mm-hmm. 
have voted. Right. And I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, well, I do. It's called mediocrity. No one gives a crap. What's in it for me? And it's the open door society where the majority of Watertown citizens will leave the door open because they're not paying for the bills. That's all I can say. They don't care, my friend. Your generation cared. My generation cared. Not as much as yours. But together, we are fossils, and that doesn't exist anymore. I would dare say this. Out of the 3,500 people that did, in fact, vote yesterday, 90% of them were born before 1965. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you're, you're probably right, uh, Glenn. You're probably right. Well, listen, Joe's going to call yeah. here, so I'm going to have to clear the line. Well, you're a good man, and I appreciate that, my friend, as always. Thank you. Have a good night, and I'll talk to you soon. That's our friend. We have a lot of friends here. I got a, lot, I got a guy. He's, he's going he's to make it good. It's just no more fires. No more fires. Whoa. Joe's not calling. I have no idea why. So I'm just going to keep my eye on the phone and to see if he's calling in. I was going to ask him about the bridges. But while we're waiting for Joe, I have to tell you this, that tomorrow's show is going to be so off the rails different than any other show I've ever done, ever. And you know what? I honestly don't know what to expect. I have no clue. It might be a total flop. I don't think it is because I think I'm pretty good at, you know, keeping things interesting. But we have a gentleman coming in tomorrow that, that went into, into some legal issues. He's cleared of those now. He's spoken to his, his legal team, if you will. And uh, he's going to tell his side of the story. And he's coming in here tomorrow for the Live at Five show. I've known Jesse now for on and off, I don't know, I'm going to say good ten, maybe eight, ten years or so. I'm familiar with him. He's a good man. He's a musician. He loves heavy metal. And he loves his country. But he's got a different way of looking at things. And because of that, he got himself into some trouble. So he'll elaborate on exactly what happened and why he was incarcerated for it and why the FBI doesn't look at him anymore as a threat other than someone that probably shouldn't have been doing what he did. But he did, and he's going to share his story tomorrow right here on AM 1240. I, for one, can't wait for that. We originally had this scheduled last week, um, but it was, you know, we're, we're just, we're in the midst of, I don't know where I was when I scheduled that. It was Halloween day. I've, I know why, because I was thinking, eh, it's Halloween day. It's, an, it's a bizarre story about a local guy. And uh, that in itself, I thought was an interesting dynamic, but that's, you know, that was dumb because, you know, obviously uh, we had the big, big uh, uh, race, but let, let's see. we got somebody on the phone now. This might be Joe. Let's go to the phone. Hi, you're on the air. It's Big Steve. Big Steve. Not Joe Steele. What's going on, man? Nice shirt. Yeah, you, you're watching my... Yeah, this is an old shirt. Look, you're looking sharp today, Glenn. Well, gracias. Thank you. It's too big for me, though. You wore your, you wore your jacket yesterday, though. That was kind of... Yeah. You should take that off. You know, it's funny. It's funny you should say, why? What's the matter with my jacket? I love that jacket. It's my favorite jacket. Uh, I mean, when you're... Yeah, but when you're doing your show... It's cold you're in doing here. it on your... On your podcast or whatever you call it, whatever it is, right. streaming it live. Right. You got to look a little bit more professional. By the way, I'm wearing that jacket on my new Widget uh, TV commercials, and I'm throwing a football. So be on the I'll lookout. That looks good. Yeah, yeah, it does look good. It does. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you throwing a football. I bet looks like a very unnatural. Oh, stop! Well, you know what? I'm going to challenge you, uh, Big Steve. I will challenge you, first of all, watch the commercial, and make certain okay. that if I'm nearby my football, even though i got to put some air in it because I lost air the other day, uh, yeah. I guarantee that I can throw a football further than you can. And you're younger than I am. 
Well, you probably can because my shoulders, my shoulder is not in a good spot right now from my numerous uh, right motocross. Yeah. Impact. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. I tell you what. Uh, let's go in a time machine. Let's go back when you were 25 and I was 25, whatever, and I could still throw a f- football no, further. Than no. That. No way. Glenn. Guaranteed. Not, I wasn't a I wasn't a quarterback in football or anything, but I mean I was a collegiate baseball player, and I would I would bet money that you could not do that. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I don't know how we're gonna what prove this. T- what was your takeaway from the what happened last night? Uh, well, I mean, you know, Jeff Graham said it himself. In fact, uh, News Junkie posted what he said back in May. He said, oh, this is exactly yeah. what's going to happen in the general election. 755. I think, he, I think he was just off by Lenny finishing ahead of uh, TJ, the other gentleman there. Yeah. 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 Right? Right. No, he was right. No, it was exactly the way it was in June. Uh, uh, Leonard came in third. TJ came in fourth. Kimball first. Yeah, that's exactly what happened okay. last night. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Jeff's a psychic. He is. And that, it, it, well, he was, you know what happened to Jeff? He, he was like in the dead zone. Remember Christopher Walken yeah. went into a coma? He met, he met God. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. He got up and, he, you know, he realized that the nurse that was taking care of him had a, had a house fire. And then he, then he ran into Martin Sheen that was running for president. <laughs> That's Jeff Graham. He could predict the future. No, that was easy. That was really easy. Uh, and that's why, still, you know, the gentleman who called up earlier, why aren't more people voting? Would that have made a difference? Not really, because samples. No, I think the I think the margins would have been same, similar. It, yeah. it would have been on a bigger level, numbers wise, right? Yeah, it might have been a difference between, you know, sh- I, I can't even say that because uh, Spaziani might have had more old farts voting for him and so forth. And I'm sorry for speaking that way, but uh, it's just, you know, sometimes you cater to, you know, to a voter that l- looks like you. Uh, and if yeah. there were miserable people uh, like me, 55-plus, voting for me, they would say, I'm going to vote for that guy because he reminds me of me. Uh, yeah. That's the way it is. Uh, but it, w- it, w- it would have been the same results. Same results. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and one thing, I mean, obviously, with the numbers being low like they are, I think you had to attract more than just the people that you were catering to. You know what I'm saying? You right. had to get that, that person that wasn't really sure – whether it was for Sarah or Lisa or mm-hmm. whoever it was. Right. You had to be, you know what I mean? And I just, I don't. No, I know what you mean. These guys, are, it's not like that anymore with, uh, you know, people like the people that we had. I mean, I think, I think uh, you know, Sarah is very, it's a much easier vote for a person that's not really into what's going on. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But I don't know. I, that's my opinion, but well, Sarah's got to, you know, Sarah is the the she's got to be the spokesperson for the city. If God forbid we ever have an accident here, she and the sheriff will be at that podium, uh, and I, that doesn't bother me. Uh, 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 Jeff Smith was a great spokesperson uh, recently during the main break, uh, so Sarah's not only going to uh, you know be, uh, preside over the uh, the, the legislature, you know, the uh, the, uh, the the counselors, but she's also going to be our spokesperson. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I I wish I mean. She's obviously a, the perfect person to do what she's getting ready to try to accomplish, and mm-hmm. I, I hope that I hope that everyone can go into it the way that she's trying to approach it, kind of a fresh piece of paper. But I don't think that's going to happen, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be negative or no, or sound like that. But I just don't see, uh, you know, right. the the remaining two members of the gang of three. You know, just going like, oh yeah, you know, now that you know Jeff's gone, we're gonna 
I don't. It's going to be interesting. We don't know that. Yeah. What happens? But yeah, right, right. I think the only way that Lisa and Cliff are going to change the way that they approach things mm-hmm. is by being removed by getting voted out. I think that's the only way it's going to change. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and they're not going to quit you know, either. Yeah. The city, the city people, the the people that are paying their taxes and living here, they don't want that. Mm-hmm. But I think that. It's all or nothing with Cliff and Lisa, and if you don't agree with what they're doing or right. what or what their views are on things, right. mm-hmm. you're their enemy, right. and they will they will go after you. And I think that's that's where they're at. But I hope I hope it doesn't happen. I hope so. I hope, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> can walk in there and bring dignity yeah. and decorum back right. into city council and into the chambers. Mm-hmm. I really do. I. Yeah, but that that's that's a that's a slippery slope when she says that, and I'll tell you why. Because you know, obviously, she's good friends as an associate. As a co-worker, if you will, in politics, residing over, you know, legal uh, stuff here for the city for so many years. But when when Sarah says, oh, we're going to go, we're going to have more decorum, is that a knock on, on Jeff, though? I mean, that's the way I kind of no, see that. I, no? I, don't, I, don't think, I, no, I don't think it is. Hmm. I, I don't think, I mean, Jeff obviously took the gloves off, you know, with Cliff and Lisa uh, more so recently because he wasn't, you know, but is that necessary? Is that I mean? It, it, I don't think it. I don't think it is. I just think she just as a as an overall view mm-hmm. of people looking at. Because right. let's be honest, it was Ogdensburg just a couple years ago, right. and now it's Watertown that people are watching, making fun of, and yeah, you and know, all this stuff. And uh, speaking, I don't of, think she was pointing fingers at anyone. I think she just mm-hmm. that's what she's hopeful for. That's right. what she wants to accomplish. Right. Right. And maybe the other people will. Maybe mm-hmm. the other people won't. I think the other people won't. I think they'll. <laughs> look at this as they really got to take their gloves off now and go after her right. and go after Ben. Uh, yeah, that's going to be... Uh, I hope not. Yeah. I, hope I, hope, not. So. I hope you're wrong. But I see where you're coming from. But I got to do a break. But thanks, Big Steve. Big Steve never says goodbye. He hangs up. I got to do this break. We'll be back. Hey, y'all. It's the Mouth of the South, Carolina Chuck. Down- sure, your holiday season is... Huge. All right. So the county legislators, the four, four-year terms rejected. Ogdensburg elects a new mayor. Uncontested, by the way. We went from, like, a three-ring circus up there to an uncontested race. Uh, New mayor, four city council members. So there's a new... I like Skelly. I know he had to get out of that. That was a mess. And then there's a picture of... uh, There's a statement made here on News Junkie. Pretty interesting. For the first time in 30 years, Watertown will have a mayor whose whose name is not Jeffrey or Joseph. And that's something, think about that, 30 years. Uh, and the last time that was, was, was it, uh, I guess it was, uh, oh, I can't remember his name again. Isn't that awful? Hi, you're in the air. What's going on? Glad. What's going on, Tim? So are you happy? Well, you know, I, I think it uh, worked out good um, for the most part. I, I want to point out a couple things, Al. I mean, um, Cliff and Lisa, uh, I mean, they, they are on a notice, and they have to be aware of uh, their actions, you know, for the last two years, if they're going to continue to be on the city council. So they're going to be maybe on their better behavior. So Sarah's got that going for her, and they, and they keep blaming Mayor Smith as the cause of all the friction there. Yeah, so that I don't get. Him yeah. out of the picture in January, uh, we'll, we'll see what their actions are going to be. So we'll, we'll, we'll give them a chance, and, and let's see if Smith was a— uh, was the you know the common denominator you know for that and uh, the doctor, you know the doctor uh, they'll have to convince the doctor to come along, pretty good. But uh, he I think he's a lot better uh, thinker, and uh, will ponder 
some thoughts instead of Hickey. So, I mean, uh, it's pretty good in there, and uh, I I think it will come back if if they're willing to work. Yeah, you know, at it. So I'm pretty optimistic about the results. Okay. No, I'm pretty happy about it. And I want to say something about Lisa too. Yeah. Lisa, uh, you know, I mean, she had her heart set, and it's the first female thing. Don't don't get down on her too much. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, Almost like the Super Bowl. I I don't think I I would be very uh, very well, you know, in my statement either uh, at this time. And so just let it settle a little bit. You know, she's disappointed. Yeah. You know, and. um, so I, I don't pick pick her apart like that. Right? No, I, she 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 had a heart set on. She she invested probably. Well, we know a lot of time, a lot of money, um, but that's yep. politics. Mm-hmm. It, it, at the end of the day, you, you got to concede uh, if you lose. It's a tough thing to do. It's like watching your your test score get you know uh, uh, corrected right in front of you. Um, it's it's like getting root canal. I know, but you got to do it. You got to do it. There's a lot of things that I hate yeah. doing, but you well, got to do it. I want to say one other thing. If you guys need Joel Stanley, call 608-3333. first. Yes, yeah, 608-3333. Yeah, that's his number. I just want to put a plug in. All right, I got you. Because he didn't call in today. We'll, well I appreciate it. All right, thanks. That's, uh, that's Tim. All right, so it was Tom Walker. Thanks to our friend Brandon for sending that in to me. I don't know what's up with my brain lately. But, yes, the last time we had someone else was Tom Walker <clears throat> without the word of the name Joe or Jeff. That's significant. And who came, Who thought of that? That's incredible. It's a long time. It's the same thing with, uh, what, 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 you know, I, it, it, it's reminiscent of, uh, you know, we had, it would have been, let's, how did we do this? It was uh, Herbert Bush... From 88 or 80, essentially 89 to 92. Then we had Clinton and then we had Bush for his son, of course, W, for eight years. So there was a long time in, in the White House, at least, that it was Bush or Clinton. And then it would have been Clinton again if, of course, the orange man didn't come down the escalator. And like I've been saying ad nauseum, that we would be in Hillary Clinton's second term right now. God only knows where the world would be. I don't know if it would be better or worse, but I can say this, COVID would never have happened. And I know that sounds so strange as a Trump fan. Well, that means, well, geez, good thing we it would be better off if we didn't have Trump. We would have lost a million people or 10 million around the world. Said, no, I don't look at it that way at all. It was all set up because they wanted him out. And that and Fauci and all his lies and everything. And of course, we spoke with you know, um, a, a doctor about that, Mr. Schwartz about the Fauci's lies and so forth. He, Fauci, to me, was one of the biggest, biggest reasons why uh, why uh, uh, Trump lost. All right, so I got a couple of things that I've been saving. Now that we've done, and tomorrow's show is going to be interesting, I want you to, you know, really sit by the phone or check that radios tomorrow. Or as uh, Joe Biden would say, stay by the record player. Remember that? He said that during one of the debates. I felt sorry for him at that point. That was during the debates in 2020 before COVID. Stand next to the record players. Oh, my God. They got to put this guy out to the mothballs or something. And next thing you know, COVID happens. No one's paying attention to the, uh, to the primaries. And by May of 2020, just weeks before um, uh, George Floyd, yes, you guessed it. We had a nominee for the Democratic Party. And it wasn't Bernie Sanders. I can say that. All right, let's see if I could find this. Uh, the sentiments coming out. Of uh, oh this this is kind of and you know what let's start off with a little levity here the day after I don't, I don't want to get too serious so this this is something I found hopefully there's no obscene language I don't think there is this is funny this woman's talking about community college 
and the differences the, the differences between it. Let's see if this works. I don't know why they call it community college. There's no sense of community. Uh, what we had was more of a shared acceptance of our mutual mediocrity. That's what we'd settled on. Because you can tell the kids who haven't accepted it yet, they're running around all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, brand new Jan sport on. They're like, I'm gonna be done with my general ed in two years. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Sweetheart, you're in an 8 a.m. community college course. <laughs> you didn't get here by being right about stuff. <laughs> it's intimidating too, like I'm trying to transfer to a four year, it's scary. You get there, everyone's intelligent, and athletic, and beautiful. You go to community college, there are no expectations for you. You show up, they're like, did you shower today? <laughs> Dean's list. <laughs> All right, funny. I, I know. It's insulting. I get it. But I, I just thought that was funny. Most female comedians to me are not very funny, but she, I've seen her a couple of times. All right. So, and here's, here's something. Now, now on a more serious level, now that I pissed off everyone that went to JUCO, now I have something here. Uh, th this guy explains the whole plight of the Israelis. Hopefully I can get this right. Sometimes the computer doesn't work for me. Let's see if this one works. Let's see if I, you know, a lot of times it mutes itself out for no reason. Uh, so this is on Instagram. Let's, let's see how this. Andrew Schultz. Single country they've ever been. They're telling you this constantly. They're telling, hey, you're different, and just to let you know it could happen again. We got to be very careful. You got to be on your p's and q's. And you're a Western Jew that grows up in New York, LA, or something. And you're like, I'm just American. I'm like a white kid from America. What are they talking about? Like you hear about the anti-Semitism, but you're like, I'm American. That was like my parents' time. And then October 7th happens, disgusting act of terror from Hamas, terrorist organization, kills over a thousand Jews. And you think the reaction is gonna be empathy and sympathy and concern for you and what your people just went through. But all of a sudden you see the next day, there are like people in the streets seemingly excited about it. Mm -hmm. This is not everybody, but there are people that are chanting horribly anti-Semitic things. All of a sudden, that voice that you quieted your whole life, cause you were like, that's just my grandparents being crazy. You're like, holy is it true? This is a worst case scenario. We are different. They, they are out us. for us. They do hate us. And they hate us because we're Jewish. That's the conclusion yes. that you would logically come to. And I tell you, I mean, I'm watching this gentleman, uh, the first time I saw this, he, he really, he took the words out right out of my mouth. And I might've mentioned that here before that, you know, my parents are gone, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of times where I'm almost very thankful for that for, you know, because they lived through hell. Uh, they, 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 they lost their brothers and sisters uh, in World War II. They saw the Depression. Uh, they had, you know, they, they, they lived in the tenements, but, you know, they lived a great life and, and they, they built, you know, they were the greatest generation. But typically, and, and again, if I was Jewish, I would have like a grandmother, a Jewish grandmother says, back in the day, we had to, you know, uh, we, we had to do this and that to survive. So, Thank God that's not going to happen to you. But never forget that because it could happen to you again. Oh, no, never going to happen to me again. Reagan would talk about liberals. One day they might, you know, they might take over the country in the worst of ways. We said, that's not going to happen. We're Americans. And this gentleman right here, and I'm sorry for the music that kind of drowns his voice over, but his name is Andrew Schultz. But what he said was, when, when October 7th happened, their 9-11, and the very next day, the protests, and we see them right now on college campuses. We see them in New York City. We see them in Chicago. We see them everywhere. The support is over. It, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And so it's true. Whatever our, whatever our grandparents that our great-grandparents that never forget, because this could happen because it did happen, and we thought we were better than that, but it's happening again. And it's true. It's just it's the hatred that was already there 
they just needed a reason to all gather in a public space uh, to, to espouse that. And that's what's happening. It was already there. How often do you hear someone say, oh, my God, they had an argument over a parking space? Or uh, they argued over, uh, you know, uh, being bumped in line, something very trivial that led to someone losing an eye or being knocked out unconscious, but being put into a coma or worse, someone who died as a result of something petty. Well, yeah, it was petty, but that person and or people were already upset and they needed a reason to vent. They needed a reason to be a real douchebag. And that's what happened after October 7th. No one wants to hear the facts. No one wants to realize that the Palestinians are no different than the Philistines were thousands of years ago, where we can go back in biblical times and, 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 discuss, and talk about the story of David and Goliath, the clashes between the Jews, that, and how stupid these people are on the campuses of Ivy League schools saying that the, you, you occupied their country. You just got there 100, less than 100 years ago, 1948. Do you realize how stupid you are for saying that? Do you have any sense of history at all? No. You, you're just angry, and you needed mob mentality to put you over the top. That's what's happening right now. Go to the phones. You're on the air. Wow, that was a breath. Oh, it's SG. Sorry, SG. I went off. The, I, I didn't talk about the dog right. park and other things that mattered to you. I apologize. I'm sorry. No, no, I just saying. No, no, it's, it's all horrible. But, I mean, yeah. how can people say that, like, this just started? Remember, like, was it five years ago, Jews will not replace us with Tiki torches and all that—it's been going on. It's yeah, of course it's been going on. But but um, October seventh showed a lot, though. That's my point. What's that? October seventh brought it to another level. Oh well, well, yeah, it's a whole other level. Yeah. No, no one's arguing that. Yeah. And, and all those Hamas people need to be held accountable. Yeah. Mean, sure. Just try to keep the innocent. Yeah, and the other argument that I make is that it's so easy to get into the United States, and it's proven because Joe Biden has opened up the border to oh, all oh, countries. Oh, to, oh, it, 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 yeah. So oh, if you're if you're from Hamas and you want to get out of Gaza City, all you got to do is get on a, a I don't know a boat, a, a ferry boat, or something around that that goes over the ocean and get into Mexico somehow, and you can get away from that tyranny. But if you if it's that easy and you don't want to get away from that tyranny, that means you are an accomplice to the Hamas. That's as simple as that. All Look at all the innocent do, people. No, you're not. You're all complicit. They don't, have, they don't have passports to leave the country. That's all Oh, stop it. None of these people do. All a, you got to do is sit in the bowels of some crappy boat, and next thing you know, you're an American yeah. citizen living in a midtown Manhattan hotel. Yeah, yeah. You, you dream like that. That's not the way I'm not dreaming at all. Anyways, it's happening. I'm, 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 I want to call them the local, right? Yeah. Into that. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad Sarah won. I, I hope she starts, like, when she talks to someone and says she's going to do something, that she follows it up because that's her biggest problem. But she can fix that. It's, you know, she says she wants to have an open door policy. Well, you know, as long as you answer, you know, and do something. But yesterday it, you so, said you didn't care who won. You didn't care. No, no, I, I said, uh, you know, I, I said. Uh, I didn't care as far as going to a party. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, nah, you you had this ambition, you know, for either of them. Yeah. And, and as far as council members, I I thought they all had. You know, significant weaknesses that I didn't really right. see. Like, I, I, gave, I gave Lenny a, a bullet vote, vote, and you know, figured because uh, you know, Kimball, I, you know, just because they're doctors doesn't make them smart. Ah, I, you, you learn, right. You learn that with Smith. Just you know? because you go to Harvard doesn't mean you're, you know, you're a genius when it comes to foreign affairs, or for that matter, basic history. Basic history. Well, they don't even know that. You know, Oh, it's I don't disgusting. want to get into dog park stuff, but I told him the rules for charitable contributions twice, and he still didn't get it. But you know, whatever. Right. Hopefully, he'll, he'll 
pick right. things up. All right. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, are you you, you have? Are, nice guy. I hope he does. Are that. you going to continue going? I, mean, I know you're leaving for you know your 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 passage, your rite of passage to go out west for five six months. But are you going to attend? Are you going to continue the fight with the new administration come 2024? SG, go. Well, I think we'll already have it figured out in core by then. So I mean, I, you know, I don't, you know, I mean, if the incoming council wants to contact me, and I can wait. Oh, that's going to happen. And if, if you know, but but I don't think I don't think it's going to either. But no. I give, and everybody should know I've given the city every opportunity. I can just imagine Ben showing, you know, you know, cozying up well, to his cell phone. I don't know if he call, has the, calling the capacity. What it takes for a council member or not, he can prove it to me or not. I mean. There was a couple things he said that that I was just like, like when he wanted to take the park by eminent domain. It's like you can't do that. <laughs> well, no, he, he, well, I don't know. That's the type of stuff. That's the type of chatter that that Ben gets. You know, he gets into that area, and, and I'm like, well, he knows what he's talking about. He's, you know, no, so. no, you can't. I mean, like if if it was a new thing, but it's it's an existing park that's worked in unison with that golf course for all these years, so you can't. All right, all right, no, it's an emergency. All right, so your answer that. is you're going to continue the fight. And we will see. You're going to miss the first four, five. I don't know. At least eight meetings uh, up up there at City it's Hall. Bad. It's going to court, so the meetings don't matter anymore. If they're not going to do anything, it's going to court. So oh, I, did you get an attorney yet? Did you get an I'm, attorney? I'm going to actually uh, do a commercial and get things going on the on the money. You know, while I'm gone, and then we'll, we'll build when I come back. If we win the lookout spot, fine. If we we don't, we'll. Buy. I we could buy land and build a, a park cheaper than we could building a dog park up to, um, uh, you know, Thompson because right. we have to have the city's prevailing rate wages up there. And everything. Gotcha. So, all right, all right, all right. You know, I have no idea but, what he's talking about. I mean, yeah, yeah, but but I mean, I don't want to do it. But if that's the way it's going to get done, that's the way it's going to get. Done. I mean, Sackett's is building one. <laughs> I know you keep on bringing up Sackett. <laughs> By the way, they have a dog park at the new Loves. Uh, Rest stop where apparently a lot of prostitutes are going to hang out. That's what I heard. Well, it's going to bring in prostitution. Out, out west, they're all over, and there's a dog park at every one, yeah? Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Doug. I got to go because we're getting to the yeah, end of the show. Fine. That's SG. So the other, uh, as SG was uh, going on there, I found another segment. Oh, it's not here. Content not available. They must have taken it down. Tucker had something. Tucker Carlson. You know, it's been, do the math. Tucker was taken off the air in early April of this year. It seems like it's forever. And yes, I'm warming up to uh, uh, Jesse Waters there. It seems like they've really gotten aggressive with him. They've gotten either more producers, more writers, more segments. They're trying to make it look very Hollywood. They're trying to pick up the pace. And I can see that difference. In the beginning, it was just Jesse in a dark room. Now it's Jesse with a little more Hollywood behind him. And they're bringing in more people. Uh, I still watch him. No one can match up to Tucker. That said, I thought no one could match up to Bill O'Reilly when he got caught with his pants down for the second time and cost Fox News over $30 million. And then Tucker took over and said, here's the guy with the, with the bow tie and the big hair. And then, and then weeks later, I realized this, this, is, this guy is great. And then George Floyd happened in uh, May of 2020. And a week later, uh, Tucker Carlson had one of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my life. And, and, and I was already a fan, don't get me wrong, but... That day, that Monday after Memorial Day, the following Monday of 2020, Tucker went on without a commercial break for 22 minutes. I don't know how Fox let him do that, but they did. And from that point going forward, I said, this is the greatest pundit, not cable pundit, not news pundit. This is the greatest historical pundit of all time. And I feel lost without him. I try so desperate to find somebody else. I like Jesse, but it's not Tucker. Sorry. 
But anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, congratulations to Sarah, Ben, and Dr. Kimball. That uh, makes us legal there, right? AM 1240 WHN Watertown. Uh, up next, of course, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour. 